0: So this is the episode that I did not want to record, and I hope you tune in to the full episode to hear why I didn't want to record it, and why you are the reason I did. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real, honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another podcast episode. You know, when I started this podcast, I told you that I was only going to be delivering real conversations here. And the reality of this conversation is that it's Monday night and this will air on Wednesday. I have left this podcast to the very last minute because I have not known what to say. And quite frankly, I've been scared with everything that's been going on with the coronavirus. It's affecting my whole family. I'm sure it's affecting your family. It's affecting friends. It's affecting business. And I feel like for the last, you know, three to four days, I've been hiding. I haven't been very responsive to texts. I haven't been on social media. I've been sleeping a lot and i didn't want to do this podcast i committed to doing this podcast once a week i had a show that i was going to air this week on wednesday but it just didn't feel appropriate i felt like i needed to have a real conversation with you guys and it just didn't feel right so i decided and waited till the last minute i was actually going to skip this episode i didn't want to i wasn't really ready to talk and And my biggest fear was that I didn't know how to show up for you because I didn't really know how to show up for myself. And, you know, that's where I'm going to start this conversation is, you know, going back to the beginning of why I started this podcast. I wanted to start this podcast to create education, but also create a place of community and connection for people. And ironically, the thing I wanted to create for others is the thing that you have created for me. I would have easily skipped doing this episode, honestly. But the reason why I'm here is because you have created a community for me. I have received texts every Wednesday from my good friend, Steve, who tells me every Wednesday he listens to my podcast I have received texts from my friend Chris and Ross and Karen and my other friend Karen. And it's been inspiring to me to know that people are listening and to know that people appreciate the conversations and to get that feedback is why I'm showing up for you right now because you in turn have shown up for me and you have given me positive reinforcement that this in some way is helping. So where I want to start today is just by saying thank you. Thank you for your messages. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you for your positive feedback. I just want you to know how much I really, really, really appreciate it. You know, sometimes in social media, we can, you know, or any kind of, um, anytime we put ourselves out there, you know, and I know I do this as well. You know, I, I go through people's posts and I look forward to what they say, but I don't always engage with it. And being on the other end of it, it really makes me know how important it is for that two-way engagement. And I just want you guys to know that I really, really, really do appreciate it. And um, please keep it coming. It's inspiring and it—and I really want to hear your feedback. Good, constructive ideas you guys have for future shows. I'm doing this for you. And so thank you. You're the whole reason why I'm showing up today. So, you know, obviously, I'm talking about the coronavirus. And uh, ironically, last week's episode was around facing your fears. And at the time, you know, when that episode released, I recorded it a week earlier things weren't as bad as they are now and things have definitely changed and they continue to change not only day by day but hour by hour and so i am coming here out of out of a place of serving because i really want to be hopefully a leader in your life you know i'm trying to lead my own life and going through all of this turmoil and unknown and ambiguity for myself but I also want to hopefully be someone that brings you peace and someone that brings you connection and comfort and joy and some education. So today you know we are going to be talking about everything that's going on with the coronavirus but not about the issue itself but how we all handle the issue. And like I said I I haven't been in a great place. I Wasn't even sure if I was going to get emotional while recording this podcast. Things are difficult. You know, I have a husband who is much older than me, and I've been worried about his health. I've been worried about my kid's health. You know, sadly enough, my daughter, who's a sophomore in college, she had to pack up all of her stuff and move home today. And she's really disappointed. She was having a great time in school and... My youngest daughter, who's a junior in high school, you know, all of her classes have been online and prom is getting canceled. And while it's easy to, you know, somewhat sit in judgment of that and say, well, at least we're all healthy and, you know, at least we're safe, you know, there's still real disappointment that goes along with all of that. And that's what I'm feeling right now. And I'm just letting myself feel that. I'm not trying to make it better. And I'm also giving my kids the opportunity to feel their feelings as well. I know they're feeling disappointment, and that's okay. And this episode is definitely not going to be an episode that is about problem solving. I'm not ready for that. Um, I know you know I've seen some people online helping, and um, I've seen some people jumping to problem solving, and you know I'm just not quite there yet, and. I am just in the thick of feeling my feelings. And I think that's okay for now. And what I want to do is give you permission to know that that's okay for you too. So let's talk about the fear that everyone is feeling right now. It's normal. It's understandable. We're in difficult, uncharted times. And all of us are feeling it. You know, but the real problem is, How do you feel like you're still in control when you're feeling fear? And I know my listeners really well. You are highly educated. You're talented professionals. You're driven. You're successful. You're leaders both at home, at work, in your communities. Um, So what happens when we come face-to-face with a situation that feels completely out of our control? Well... I think as I mentioned to you, um, my husband is a therapist, and so I have consulted with him on this subject. He was also trained in crisis management and how I can hopefully help you maybe get through this a little bit easier. So, you know, what he shared with me is that, you know, this experience and what we're all going through absolutely triggers old primal memories for us of when we were growing up. And if we felt protected growing up, we will probably feel more in control during these turbulent times. And again, maybe, maybe you grew up feeling protected by parents, by grandparents, by neighbors, by aunts, uncles. Maybe you felt protected by your faith, whatever faith that may be. Um, but maybe there was something there in your past that made you feel protected, you're probably someone that's going to get through this time a little bit easier. There's also people that have grown up in an environment for whatever reason that they haven't felt protected. And this situation is going to trigger feelings of extreme anxiety and nervousness and fear which is really understandable because you haven't been given a role model on how to deal with this. So in either category, whether you grew up feeling protected or not protected, for many of us, this can really have an effect on us and and we can revert to feeling like we are a powerless child. And what becomes really important during this time is to seek out and to learn about who we can trust. And I, I'm not going to be talking about politics here because um, that's not what the show's about. But I feel, for myself, I know that as the days have gone on and as information has become more clear, even though it's not good information, it's become more and more clear and more and more trustworthy as the days have gone on and as press conferences have become more frequent, and as we have, you know, more local communities and mayors and governors stepping up and saying, you know, this is what we need to do, I feel better. And I know that I'm feeling more and more in control because I'm doing all the things that I'm being asked to do. I'm washing my hands. I'm practicing social distancing. Our family is actually in voluntary quarantine because of my husband's age. And I'm also, you know, my kids have underlying health issues with asthma. So, you know, I feel it is our responsibility to not only protect them, but to protect everyone else. And And I know for me, that is making me feel much more in control. So my question to you is, what does it mean for you to know that you are doing everything in your power to control the situation, to take care of yourself, your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors? How is it making you feel? And, you know, the bottom line is, is we are in control not of our circumstances and not of the situation, but we are absolutely in control of how we react and how we treat the situation. You know, do we come from a place, just like I said last week, do we come from a place of fear or do we come from a place of opportunity? So circling back around to the issue of trust, again, trust becomes a big factor here. And as I said, I know who's listening. I know your makeup. I know that you are super successful and gifted and talented. You are amazingly gifted. You have immeasurable talents. You own companies. You lead people. You lead teams. You're role models to your kids. You're role models in your communities. You're role models in your churches, in your temples to your nieces, to your cousins. And those are the skills that made you successful. So my question to you is why wouldn't those same skills that have made you so successful up to this point give you the same creativity, the same leadership, the same skills to get through this situation? And let me tell you, my friends, they absolutely will. And other people are looking to you to be a leader in this situation. And so why would you not lean on all of those skills that you have acquired up into this point to get you through this? And obviously, you will. which is why we will all get through this. Now, for those of us that are parents, I, I do want to share, you know information that my husband had passed on. So you know, we have an important role to play during this time. Your children are watching and learning from you right now. They're listening to what you're saying. They're watching how you're acting. And you your children will role model the strengths and the weaknesses that you are showing right now. And when we role model parental leadership, we give our children the gift of feeling protected, of feeling confident, of feeling secure. Because the more we practice feeling in control, our children are going to feel the same way. And so I know that for parents, this is a real big opportunity for us to teach our children what it looks like to go through a crisis. Many of us haven't had to, you know, fortunately, we haven't had to deal with anything like this in the past. And this is a really, really important opportunity like I said, for us to really show up as parental leaders for our, for our children. One of the questions that came up um, from a listener, actually, they asked, you know, how much information should I share with my kids? So I asked my husband, and, you know, really the answer from him is that we should be sharing information that's age-appropriate. So when kids are younger, it's more important for us to protect them and to... Not be, you know, having the news on all the time. And if they are scared or they're fearful, asking them in advance, you know, what questions do you have? What are you scared about? And really letting them lead the conversation because it'll let you know how much information to share with them. And, you know, as they get older, you know, sharing more and more information. But really, again, as the kids are smaller and younger, they're watching more than they're listening to us. And they're really watching our actions, our behavior. They're listening to the conversations that we think that they're not listening to, but they're tuning in and they're tuning in a lot to our energy. And again, I don't want to be woo-woo here, but they really are tuning into the energy that we are releasing. And if we are coming from a place of calm and, you know, seriousness, but not fear and anxiety and panic, then we are setting a really good role model for them on how they should be acting and how they should be behaving. And it is really comforting for them to see that in us. And it's difficult. It really is difficult. I know I'm struggling that with that with my own children. You know, my children are old enough to, you know, listen to the news and make their own opinions and understand the situation. But and I also didn't do a perfect job of it. I know in the first couple of days, you know, my youngest daughter saw me upset and she saw me crying. I also know that that created anxiety for her. And as I have become more calm on the outside, and as I have been role modeling that for her, she in turn has become more calm and more secure in the situation you know i'm just being very factual about what we have to do the changes we have to make and what we have to give up for now and being very you know just letting her know that we're taking it day by day it is a reminder as i'm going through this that i realize and i'm sure you realize as well too that we are all planners so you know you can't achieve a lot in life and you can't be a very high driven person and a leader in your life if you are not a planner. And I know we are all planners. And one of the most difficult things is, is this is causing a lot of uncertainty and ambiguity about what the future holds for all of us. And the advice I was given is, you know, during this time is to really just get through each day, one day at a time. And it reminds me of when I was going through my divorce, which was, you know, producing a lot of anxiety and fear. And I was having trouble seeing the future and I didn't know what my life was going to look like. And it was in a lot of turmoil and a lot of angst. You know, my therapist told me at that time today is only Monday. Today is only Tuesday. Like, let's just get through each day one day at a time. And that's the advice. I have for you is let's just help each other get through each day at a time. And, you know, as information unfolds, we will just handle it as it comes. But, you know, in times of crisis, it's just important for us not to look too much out in the horizon, because that can create a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear within us. And we don't know what the circumstances are going to be tomorrow. The only thing that's guaranteed is today. That's it. So the question becomes, what are we going to do with today? Because it really is the most precious time we have. That actually leads me into the next topic that I wanted to talk about today, which is time. We all have a lot of it on our hands right now. So the question becomes, what do we do with all this time that we have all together at home together as a family? I know, you know, many of us are in a position where I did not sign up to be a teacher. Now my youngest is home from high school. I know many of you have younger children who are home. Uh, Many spouses are home working together in remote working environments now. And it's a lot. It's a lot of change for everyone. I, I feel blessed that I had a job for 27 years where I worked remotely But I know for people that are coming home from offices and adjusting to working at home, it's a big transition. So, you know, and then with kids in the house, and and now you're not only being a leader at work, but now you are a teacher, and you're a parent, and how do you you manage all of this time? And it's difficult, not going to lie, it's going to be adjustment. But I think what's so cool is and I've seen some people post about this is this becomes such an amazing learning opportunity for all of us to really push reset. I think so many of us and I know I speak for myself, I have been so time starved of things I've had on my to-do list forever, things I wanted to do with the kids, of just having game nights and you know cooking together. And I feel that this really gives families an opportunity to be together, to cook, to read those books that have been sitting on the bookshelf forever, to play games together. It becomes a beautiful opportunity for us to connect. And not just with families, but for those of you that don't have immediate families or kids, you know, it becomes an amazing opportunity to connect with friends. Even from afar, I I got a text tonight, actually, which I thought was such a cool idea. I would have never thought about this. But a friend of mine reached out and said, hey, she's a a single woman. And she's reached out and said, hey, would you like to have dinner via FaceTime with me and another girlfriend that lives in Colorado? Can we have dinner together on Thursday night? And so we're gonna have FaceTime dinner and wine together on Thursday night. I thought that was such a great idea. I would have never thought about that. But it's a way to stay connected when we can't physically be together. And again, I think this is a really big opportunity for all of us to connect in some way. Because we finally have the time to implement the family and life values that we say we have, but we haven't seemed to have the time for. You know, we're always so busy with so many demands and pressures. And now we have this really wonderful opportunity to create family experiences and life experiences Of connecting in the way that we always wanted to. Now we have the time to do it. It teaches families and people how to be together, how to be supportive, and how to just be. I mean, I don't remember the last time where I've had so much time to just sit and to think and to be with my thoughts, to be with a book, Um, I've definitely binged a lot of Netflix over the weekend. And quite frankly, I'm a little burned out right now. That's why I sat down to do this podcast because I am am definitely feeling better and I'm feeling like I want to be more productive and I feel like I want to get back out and serve again. And I feel like I needed time to kind of replenish and fill up my gas tank and fill up for myself. And quite frankly, just feel my feelings. And now I'm ready to get back out there and it reminds me of again this is a great opportunity to for all of us to redefine our values and how we want to show up together as a family. I think this is a big reset button for all of us. And I think it is going to be the silver lining that comes out of this horrific experience that we're all going through right now. It becomes a really precious opportunity for families and people to come together and to be there for each other and To teach us all the importance of what it is to be a family. A family unit, a community family, a state family, a country family, a global family for that matter. I feel very confident that the fear, the trauma, the anxiety, the heartbreak, the loss that we are all going through at this time will absolutely make us stronger. I have no doubt about it. And again, as I started out, this podcast is I don't feel like it's time right now to problem solve for you or to give you ideas or to give you three steps on how to, you know, get yourself out of feeling fear or anxiety. I just don't feel it's right to do that right now. But what I do feel called to do is to serve. And I think we all have an opportunity to stand up and serve right now. Because I know for me, it's the only thing that's really pulling me out of my head and into my heart and into making me feel like I'm doing something productive. And we all have gifts. So whether your gift is technology and you can help someone connect to someone else, whether it's communication, whether it's, you know, Uh, if you're a doctor, it's lending your services, whatever it is, we all have gifts that we can help each other with. So I've already seen people coming together and humanity coming together to connect and to help and to serve. And it's through these experiences that I have immense hope for our larger worldly family, that we are all going to make it through this. I think it is an opportunity, as I said earlier in the podcast, to redefine our family values as a global family, what is important to us. This time that we have together at home is so precious. It really is. It's so precious. Yes, it's a big change for all of us, but it feels so amazing to have permission to give ourselves time and Again, it's not under the best circumstances, but we we have permission to give ourselves time to slow down and to really reevaluate what's important to us. And I know that what's important to me is that people don't feel alone throughout this journey that we're all on together. And so if you visit my private Facebook group called Women Leading Powerfully, and you sign up to be a part of my group, I will have the link in the show notes. I am actually going to open up my calendar for free 30-minute coaching sessions. There is no obligation. I'm not selling anything. I feel called to serve and to give my strength, which is my coaching skills, to people to just help them get through this time. So if that's something that is of interest to you, like I said, go to my private Facebook group and I will have a link in the group to where you can sign up and have a free call with me. Again, it's just my way of serving and giving back. I'm happy to help. I'm happy to be here. If you have any questions or anything that I can help with, please let me know, reach out, DM me, email me, or set up a call with me. I'm really here to support people to get through this time. I appreciate you so much for listening. I really do from the bottom of my heart. It means the world to me. I am thinking about you all. I'm sending good thoughts and energy and prayers to everyone out in my community. And just know that I'm thinking about you. You're not alone. And I really do know that we will all get through this together. I will be here next week to talk about gratitude and how our mindset and gratitude can really help us get through these difficult times. So I look forward to seeing you all next week. Bye for now. And thanks for listening. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the Lead Your Life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today